After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome, everybody, to another show. Start another week. It's great to have you. Sunday on the Tube podcast, whenever you consume. Tube. Whenever you consume, John. That's the beauty of podcasting and YouTube. You know what I like to say about it? You, the consumer, control time. Just recording this on a Sunday, guy. (laughs) Maybe it's Sunday in your world. Somewhere it's Sunday in our world. But it's today, not Sunday for us. But it is Sunday. It's, it's the interweb. It's Sunday. You're seeing us. How are you yeah. doing? Content creation, John. Or maybe Monday. Who knows when you're watching this? But yeah, who knows? We appreciate you nonetheless. All right. Uh, we thought what we would do with the Niners rookie OTAs wrapping up and team OTAs about a week away, we would dive into uh, the top OTA 
organized team activity storylines. Could that be a show name? Organized team activity? OTA? I like o- OTA is a pretty good one. Organized team activity is a little long, I would yeah. say. A little I was, uh, cumbersome. A little cumbersome. Be? Yeah. Cumbersome. OTA, Be- o- Benedict o- cumbersome. I'd say OTA is pretty easy, though. OTA is easy. Uh, I was trying to think of a name the other day. I thought if you could somehow rhyme a word with crime, that a show called Organized Crime, but it's not crime, it's another word. But then I, I Googled words that rhyme with crime, thinking like if there was a sports word that rhymed with crime, you know? Only thing I came up with was organized wine, which, you know, I don't want to sound like we're whining. We're not whiners. Not a terrible food podcast name. Organized wine would be a good food. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) You know, I mean, organized dine actually would be the name. Organized dine. Even know where my phone is, but that's yeah. uh, organized. Dot. See, I mean, again, we don't need the pigeon. You can just build out. We'll we'll, we'll start a show, a podcast show called Organized Dine, where we pay someone to do it. Yeah, or we pay somebody to do it. We actually we got somebody who's uh, keeps sending us content and wants to be involved. I think, but they've got another job. Hard to tell. You well, know, no, I, we I, find this I think, I think I talked to him separate from the group text. Maybe group text. I can't even remember. I just might, said, you know, maybe bring him in the fold. Yeah, I think we should. I this guy, he sent us something. He always did great things for us, but what he sent us, I thought was was pretty remarkable. I know. I. We should, we haven't even had offline this conversation yet, John, as they say in the corporate business. But we should offline this conversation because uh, there's something there. Oh, there is. Well, hell, All right, just steal him away from where he's at. I mean, yeah, or just you know, he's a like everybody. You you have a little side hustle. Just turns out maybe your side hustle is better than your your hustle hustle. Yeah, <laughs> feels like he's leaving his old team and coming around to a new team, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it definitely does. Okay, but you don't know who we're talking about, or maybe you do. The clues are out there if you if you have a big history with Haberman and Middlecoff. So, John, uh, OTA storylines. We've got five of them. We're going to alternate, and then you know, one of us do three and one of us do two, but that's okay. We put our list together. We argued about it. This is where we've settled. We can go back and forth on the debate. But the number one oh, – why don't you begin? The number well, one – You you read them because I didn't I still, I still didn't write down the brand-new list. I just got gotcha. you. Okay. So you just, number you, one. You, number one OTA storyline for the 49ers is – and let's not overthink this. You could debate. You really could debate this, but we're going with – What's up with Debo? Number one OTA storyline, because we'll get to number two and number three, number four, and number five. This is pretty black and white. This is pretty easy to identify, right? Either he's there or he's not. Either he's participating or he's not. He is through the draft, the biggest non-draft story of the NFL. Let's not forget. Feels like it's things of Mike Garofolo said on Wednesday. Things are calming down a little bit, but until he signs, one of his co-agents guys got traded another one of them got traded another one dk you know we'll see but two for three D- so far D- dk is going to stuff like he's yeah, involved yeah. dk's and involved. i would say that i mean as debo i'm not putting him on this guy's level because he's been doing it a lot longer but in 2021 the story of the offseason was aaron Rodgers, and i think the story of the offseason right now has been debo samuel now he's not threatening to retire but if he doesn't show up in the spring and to me, if he doesn't show up to mandatory minicamp, which is findable, then we have ourselves a really serious situation. You know, is this as simple as like money's going to figure it out? To me, if he doesn't show up to mandatory stuff, because to me, even if he were to show up, I think it would be fine to do a hold in. And I don't think the Niners would have an issue with it as they're dealing with the uh, the contract, right? If he just stood there on the side when everyone was ripping out, I, I would su- 
support him doing that like he should. Yeah, and you'd have a hard time. I don't think you'd get, I don't think, based on just what we've seen, you'd get like sulky Debo Samuel walking around, right? No, it's not his vibe. But until he's under contract or comes and shows to the 49ers, we have an ongoing situation that is not ideal. You know, I mean, your best offensive player, not named Trent Williams, is, you know, but he's Trent Williams like BFF. I, it's just it's not an ideal situation when you're breaking in a new quarterback. And to me, as long as he like, listen, we'll get into all the other players we're going to talk about. Everything that happens in spring practice, and I would argue even in fall practice, is subjective, right? Beside like he caught that or he didn't. But even when he completed it, you'd be like, well, he would have been sacked. That happens a lot, you know, in camp. Well, it was Trey it, Lance ran around for 17 seconds. That's not it, even real. Yeah, it was against the twos. Yeah, it was, you know, the guy slipped or the guy would have been tackled. We play that game all the thing that we all agree on when the game starts like, yeah, that was bad or that was good. But you're either there or you're not. And until he gets a new contract, I'm going to assume that Debo's going to be nowhere to be found. I mean, he'll be found on Instagram, but not at 49er practice in Santa Clara. <laughs> and Instagram just means like in his car, usually rapping the songs. Yeah. Well, one thing we know about them when they have an offense that they know what it's supposed to look like, right? When Jimmy Garoppolo is their quarterback, they desperately need him. Now you have an offense where you think it could be better ultimately, but maybe you take a step back to take two steps forward with a younger, less experienced quarterback. And so you really, really need him. And, um, you know, I'm not overly concerned about him and Trey Lance getting on the same page, quote unquote, because. They've played together, um, and I think you know a lot of what you do with Debo is is manipulated by the coach in terms of Debo's going to be in this spot. He's going to be the number one option. We're just going to give him the ball here, and then he's going to run with it. Um, but I don't think it's nothing. I mean, it's not nothing well, for not a quarterback nothing. and a player it's to have nothing. a relationship, right? It's it's not nothing. And to me, the storyline is every player's getting asked about it, especially the offensive guys, right? What's it like without Debo here? The quarterback's going to get asked about it a lot. The coaches are going to get asked about it a lot. It's just, uh, you know, the one thing that Aaron Rodgers drama brought is just more pressure on everyone involved that they have nothing to do with it, right? Back Tiari, Devontae Adams. It's no different like Trey Lance, George Kittle, Trent Williams. Hey, Trent, you're his buddy. Like, what's he saying? Like, if Trent Williams talks, what's the first question he's getting asked? Like, how about that blocking tech? No, it's like, well, you and Debo were have become really good friends. What's going on? Can you help? Can you help broker the deal? They paid you, made you happy. You wanted to be here and you're not from California. Like, can you, can you help figure that? Like to me, if you could argue of all the players on the team, Trent Williams would be the one that you'd want. If you had wanted to ask Debo questions, Trent Williams would be the guy. They went to Warriors games together. Like they're friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he just had a situation where it's like, yeah, they paid you, but you chose to come back here. What are you telling him? You know, you love Kyle. Like, how is he asking you to help out with the situation? Also, we just had we have a situation right now with Jimmy Garoppolo that seemed like it had an end date on it and then didn't. Now, a complication, his surgery created that. But, you know, until it's, my point is, until it's done, whatever it is, until it's done, it's not done. Oh, no, no, babe. Well, yeah, six, six more months, then we'll get married. Okay, well. 
until you're married, everyone who knows you is going like, I don't know. They've moved the date well, the, the, three the, times. The, the date is week one. I mean, true, true, hard the, date. Yeah. Yeah. Is to get a contract done by week one. Right. And that happened to Aaron Donald and that happened to Khalil Mack years ago. Well, but now you bring in another part of this, which is what kind of shape is he in? Well, yeah. I mean, to me, th- there's all these other variables, after, but I'm just saying there is one hard date. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no. I, and my jump Which off would be crazy would be, if he got there. That would have been a pretty wild. <laughs> what I'm what, what I mean when I say what kind of shape he's in, I don't mean what kind of shape is he in if he doesn't show up till week one. I just mean part of eventually getting to see put eyes on Debo Samuel. Just what does he look like when he shows up? Right. Has he been eaten? He's just is he prepared? Has he been eaten? Is he prepared to hit the ground running the next day or has he been? I don't know. This is just a this is not the same offseason he had last year. Right. This is a different offseason for Debo Samuel. Yeah. So does he show up in shape whenever it is that he shows up? That's part of the question. It's been a, it's been an issue previously, mm-hmm. right? Okay, number two, OTA storyline number two. You'd be hard pressed to push Trey Lance to number two, but we just did for Debo. But Trey Lance is, is OTA storyline number two. And again, you might be watching this video in the comments arguing or listening to this podcast arguing. No, this is storyline number one. Law, you know, Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel's come and go, but franchise quarterbacks that you traded three ones for, they don't happen often. I, I did get a couple texts from a friend of mine who works in a front office, and he forwarded me. Jerry Jones. He must, he must be doing some offseason work, just grinding some tape because he was watching some random games. Like it was not, he does not have anything to do with the NFC West. Mm, and the game color. he was watching was. It might just be a project, right? Evaluating the the rookie quarterbacks. Who knows, right? He's a pretty high end guy, and it was a couple clips of Trey Lance, and the first one was against Seattle, where he th- hit the guy's feet on his, I think, his first pass from. Oh, the short. Remember, pass. he yeah, he came out from half. That's that's it. It was no. It was just he just sent me the clip from his iPad, the all twenty two, and it was like Jesus. Now that was the first pass of his true NFL career, right? He comes out of halftime. But I think the bottom line was another pass a little later in that game where he like skips. Ayuk had to like really dive because the ball was. He just got. He had a long way to go last year. So regardless of the Lombardo report, whether they hate him or down on him, whether that was just the quarterback coach who's now in Kentucky, I, I've said over and over, who gives a shit? It, we're we're living in 2022, but is he skipping balls? Like, is he now? The Niners are going to push out positive stuff. All the players are going to be positive. He's going to make cool plays. Like, but to me, it's like, what does he does he look exactly the same? Just in terms of just throwing the ball, does his release look a little more compact? His footwork, right? Yeah, his release a big part of it. Is he just slicing and dicing? I mean, a defense that I don't know is pretty damn good. Well, that's what Fred Warner said was happening at the end of last season. Remember when he was being the scout team quarterback against their first team defense? Yeah. And remember some of those videos that went vi- like randomly got leaked. There's like there was some weird stuff going on of him just making like the Mahomes type passes. Yeah, yeah. Like guys, Sherfield sure down the <laughs> sideline, he's got it. But it is. And Diamador Lenore gets is there, beat it, again. Is there a bigger lock than uh, discrepancies on completion percentages between Barrows and Lombardi coming up uh, over the next month? Wait, Barrows and Lombardi or Cone and Lombardi? I, I meant, but yeah, uh, Grant Cone and Lombardi. But the Be- Barrows and the Beatermans, they throw it out too, but there's no yeah. arguing back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> throw out their yeah. There, beca- there becomes a war on social media over was he 12 of 15 or was he 10 of 18? 
which right. I appreciate because I I'd rather just talk to you. And if I'm, you know, I'm like, did I hit the ground? Are they counting that? Yeah. It's also it's yeah. Anyway, you won't find these. You won't find me and you uh, tallying up completions. <laughs> Hell, I find myself sometimes like, have I been watching for the last thirty minutes or just bullshitting with uh, Albert Breer here on the sideline? <laughs> it's part of the fun. So uh, we take a global approach to our uh, practice attendance. But uh, look, there's also we're talking about it through our eyes. But as we've discussed for the last month, it's also about Kyle Shanahan's eyes. What does he see? What does Trey Lance do every second? Just like I was talking about Debo, every second that Jimmy Garoppolo isn't on another team, then he's still an option to Kyle Shanahan. Right. So does Debo, does Trey Lance just make sure that what you don't want is for Kyle to even think right now, Kyle Shannon is committed to Trey Lance. What you don't want is for Kyle to go. Is it crazy? You don't even want that conversation, right? For that, that thought to cross his mind. It, well, I mean, could he use another year on the bench? You just, just squash that. There've been a lot of guys in college that redshirt and then don't play again in their redshirt freshman year. And yeah, they start I mean, as a redshirt sophomore. Derek Carr only threw 10 passes his first two years at Fresno state. When you think about it, he was active as a freshman, barely played redshirted his second year. And that worked out. And then you got three years to start, right? Yeah. So, I mean, what, it, because when you, you know, when you go, when you go 20 years into the future, it's easy to convince yourself, well, I mean, well, what does it matter if Trey Lance waits another year? If it's better for his development, then that's what's better for his development, right? You could easily start having that conversation. Aaron Rodgers turned out fine. So they did you don't want that. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the two greatest back-to-back. I mean, you just – I mean, Steve, Steve Favre, Young, too. He just Favre, Joe Montana. Yeah, but you, you would argue Favre to Rodgers – well, I don't know. Maybe not. Not more accomplished than Montana to Young, but individually, those two guys combined would rank higher on an all-time QB list, probably, right? Yeah. Rodgers and Favre both ahead of Steve? uh, Well, Rodgers is for sure. You know, I think Favre... Favre won three straight MVPs. Yeah, and Favre used to beat him. But now Steve was older. Steve didn't get... Steve would argue, like, I didn't get to start as soon. Yeah. I mean, I think Peyton and Luck had a chance to like be, you know, one of the best. But obviously, Luck said, "See ya." But I would say those are the three best ones of the last thirty-five years, right? Yeah, yeah. This one's a little rockier. I mean, because both guys. I mean, again, we don't. We Trey Lance again. I'm not saying he will be. I'm I'm being optimistic, but I'm also being realistic. Like as we said, when all five guys were drafted in the top fifteen. Three of them are going to turn out to not be that good. If one of them is like turns out to be a consistent Pro Bowler, and the other guy's a ten-year starter, like it's pretty good. I mean, already Mac Jones, it's like, oh, is he going to be the best? Well, you, today I read that it's going to be Patricia or Joe Judge is going to turn into the offensive coordinator. Like, are we sure Mac Jones is just he just lost Josh McDaniels? Good luck, buddy. <laughs> you know, that's right. a, the one thing Trey has going for him that the other guys do not is the organizational stability. Like he's has the same coach who's going nowhere, who ultimately was in charge, who is invested in him. The only thing I would say is Kyle does have a little Belichick that like he ain't going to hold on as long as you would think other people would. And I come from a place that's pretty cutthroat too. And they help because they paid him California, but how he oh, the Eagles. Piv- pivoted relatively quickly on Carson Wentz given Right, his status yep. and his money. Like they are not like don't chase they, elves. How many organizations would have pivoted when the Eagles did? Probably not many. 
Probably not many. Now they had won a championship without him, which helped, right? They they had a little equity quarterback. But that's what it takes, John. It takes unusual equity. Like in this conversation, which is for another time about Kyle Shanahan's job security as it relates to Trey Lance. You know, this is this is the biggest decision of Kyle's career. Maybe I'll change the people talk. People talk about it. If Trey Lance fails, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are screwed. I don't think that's true. Well, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's 100% not true. It is the biggest decision Kyle's made. And Kyle, it would be the first quarterback he's really truly developed. But I don't think we just, if in three years they need a new quarterback or two years, it's like, God, this guy doesn't have it. That Jed York's just going to clean house and look for something. Two things else can be true. It would be a disaster. And Jed York would try to ride it out with these guys. Yeah. He'd be the cleanup crew for the oil spill, even though he's the oil company also. Yeah. Because that oil company's already made Jed some happy moments. Hung oil. out with him personally. A lot of oil. <laughs> a lot of barrels of oil. A lot of petrol. Yeah. All right, John. Storyline number three for 49ers OTAs. I like this one a lot. Drake Jackson. You know, what's crazy about the 49ers pass rush last year, which I think was just widely considered this great pass rush, a lot of it was because Bosa's an elite player and Armstead's a really, really good player. The other guys just kind of played balls out. It's like, God, these guys, you know, a basketball team is like, how this team win 49 games and get to the seven seed? You're like, well, they just play their ass off. And that was kind of what they hung their hat on. Well, two years previously, when it was like, is this the best defensive line we've ever seen? Because they had guys literally playing their ass off, but it was Nick Bosa, Armstead, Buckner, and D Ford. It was like, yeah, you know, all these guys... Obviously, Bosa's a pro bowler. D. Ford had been to a pro bowl. Buckner, a pro bowler. And Armstead might never make a pro bowl, but he's like, he'd play and start for every team in the league. So if you get really good players with this guy, you're going to dominate. And Drake Jackson, like, they really didn't have another edge rusher who, like Ebicam and, and the guy they trade, Willis. Like, again, these are good role players and they're going to make plays if you just relentless. But, like, with those guys are backups to blue chippers, and we'll find out, you know, we're at the end of the second round, I'm not saying you're a blue chipper, but he does have some blue chipper attributes. Like, I mean, everyone I've talked to, I mean, the reason he fell was not talent. It was maturity, the kid, the weight, the ability to bend. Uh, we talked over and over, if he had been in a stable place, let's just say he'd gone to Ohio State or Texas A&M or just a place where they've had the same coach for a while, in his three years, he would have chances that he lasts the second round. I mean, or slim to none. It's just like they got, they got, and I think they would tell you, we'll see the, the person. Cause ultimately you acquire the person, not just the player. So he's going to have to, you know, grow up fast. But the, I bet they're thinking like, I don't know how we would have acquired a talent like this, given our, we didn't have money cause we kept Jimmy. And, you know, I mean, you don't necessarily, you'd rather have a 20 or one year old guy with a bunch of talent than like Chandler Jones. And I'm someone who like, you got to sign Chandler Jones. Well, until he like gets hurt week three, you're like, oh, that one hurts. You know, 32 yeah. year old, you got to stay away from those old guys. I flip yeah. on you quick. Yeah. Yeah. If, I mean, it's, but it's, if it works, it looks good. If it fails, it looks bad. And then you every, you every, te- every the team narrative. in the league, would you rather just get a guy on a rookie contract that has a chance to be a pro bowler or really overpay an older guy? But you don't know, like, when free agency that you were going to have that opportunity, right? Because they weren't right. picking till 61. They got, I, well, what I'm saying is they got very, very lucky to get a pass rusher of this level at that pick. I never in a million years thought they would, I would be this excited about their 61st pick. Yeah, I agree. Now, 
if we watch this, this, if we listen to this conversation three years from now and it's failed, instead of saying what you just said about if he'd been at Ohio State, you'd say, well, if he'd been at Ohio State, it's also possible that his stock is lower because we'd be in a really stable situation. How if like if it's not going to work there, it's not going to work as a pro. Shouldn't it work there? Right. The fact that he was in a uh, uh, a situation that wasn't stable, they couldn't decide how to use him, so his weight fluctuated. Works multiple, against him. Multiple schemes, multiple play. schemes, multiple positions. Works against him if he's going to be great. Yeah. But if he's not, it actually benefits him because it's an excuse that we can make for why his his potential is untapped, and now we're about to tap it. Now, the good thing for him and for the pick is that you have one of the best defensive line coaches in the NFL, not just in terms of player development, right? And here's where the OTA part becomes fun. He's got a, an all-pro right tackle on the other side. So do we get to see reps of Drake Jackson at some point matched up with Trent Williams, right? He's got a, a say what you want, and we'll talk about this, but he's got a, a a four-year starter on the other side of Mike McGlinchey, right? So you do get opportunities to see this guy, and you get to see him next to Nick Bosa. You get to see him next to Eric Armstead. You get to see him in these situations, Javon Kinlaw. You get to see him against guys right that about we, that guy. <laughs> against against guys that we know what it's supposed to look like. So I think that's part of, to me, what specifically practice with Drake Jackson is about. There are some guys like running backs. You know, we've been to a lot of these practices, used to go to them all the time. It's you can't tack positions that you can't really tackle. So I don't I don't know. But pass rushers, offensive linemen, like I think you can tell some stuff in, in those situations. The other reason I think he's so interesting for them is. You know, if we talked about the Patriots championship run, that's not all one championship window, right? The San Antonio Spurs, that's not all one window. Windows close and open and close and open. And like a financial advisor would tell you, you need a diversified portfolio. Part of it is about staggering. Keep buying crypto. Part of it is about oh, diversified. Part of it is about staggering your talent, right? When you look at the Niners, one thing they've done such a great job of is the carry hiders of the world, right? Back. Who who is back? But finding guys and then making something out of them. Jordan Willis, finding guys, but getting somebody paid wasn't going to be camp, finding a guy, you know, uh, what's his name from LSU from the Raiders, Arden Key, made Arden him Key. like a serviceable right. pass rusher. So, who just got paid? Who just left? Um Well, Hyder came back. Hyder came back. Who just left? Oh, DJ Jones. DJ Jones, right? But what the Niners don't really have like he's by in terms of their defensive line kind of stagger, they don't have a really young guy. Bosa, Armstead, Kinlaw. Kinlaw's young. Kinlaw's definitely on the young side of the scale. Ebukam, you know, they hide or no. I mean, they just they don't have a really he is by far, I think. Now they've they, you know, they got that they took a six rounder, Davis. They'll have some undrafted free agents, whatever. But this is their kind of young. Can you bridge to Drake Jackson? We're three years from now. He's on every down, three down, really two years from now, a three down, really productive guy. Can you bridge to him and, you know, open up another part of a window? And then there's another bridge. And that's that's how it works. It's not about Nick. It's not about all the, the same guys for eight years being great. Yeah. So to me, he represents. I mean, kind like of you said, the Patriots, Richard Seymour to, you know, to Chandler Jones, then to now Judon. Like you kind of keep rotating through free agency and drafts and you Winoviches and some work, some don't, but you always like keep churning it. 
I, I, I do believe that, you know, you brought up this name a couple times. If you throw Kinlaw in there too, because he's he was so MIA and it was just irrelevant last year and hurt. And I think most people, including myself, almost like, I don't even count this guy anymore. If he comes back with this guy, that's two pretty big additions. It'll feel like an extra draft pick, won't it? If that big motherfucker is just in the middle with Drake ja- on one side, it's like Bosa, Armstead, Kinlaw, and Drake Jackson, some reps. Yeah. Like yep. if you're the Niners, think of what that is. Number two overall pick, Armstead first rounder, Kinlaw first rounder, Drake Jackson second rounder. Like that, that's you should invest your capital right there, right? That's what you're supposed to do. Now Kinlaw has to be good. Or I mean just Healthy. Kinlaw just needs to be on the field. He'll be yeah. fine if he's on yeah. the field. Yeah, I agree. I agree. John, before we go on, let's tell the people about Shopify.com slash ham. That was the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Right now, go to Shopify.com slash ham. That's H-A-M, all lowercase. The ham has to be lowercase. Shopify.com slash ham for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Guys, Shopify is more than a store. Connect with your customers drive sales, manages your day-to-day. Shopify instantly lets you accept all major payment methods. Think about my entrepreneurs out there, people running small businesses, they're here to help. Shopify has thousands of integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to accounting to advanced chatbots to and beyond. I mean, it's it makes doing business so much easier, guy. They've got the tools, the resources to make it easy for any business to succeed uh, down the street or around the globe. Okay, you can discover what's possible because Shopify unlocks opportunity to your business to more people every day, every 28 seconds. So in the time that we've been reading this at 28 seconds was 15 seconds ago, an entrepreneur like you makes their first sale on Shopify. You can synchronize your online and in-person oh. sales, gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash ham, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash ham right now that's shopify.com all lowercase slash ham next up storyline number five uh four we're on number four we're on number four uh biggest ota storylines and we went back and forth on this one number five and number four we we went back and forth but ultimately i i like where we settled on four which is the defensive backfield john last year in a passing league, as they say, the 49ers pulled off a miracle getting to the NFC championship game. And I know there's a bunch of different metrics we could use, some favorable, some not. But the bottom line is that um, they were one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. Only the Eagles and Jags gave up a higher completion percentage. And the Niners were tied with the Jets for the third highest completion percentage allowed in the league. Now, I'm sure that's someone could tell me why. Embarrassing. It is not good. And I'm sure somebody could tell me why that's the wrong stat and we should use something else. And right, we, there's a lot of more advanced metrics. But the reason I use that stat, even though it's, I think you would, I think everyone would agree, a, a more 
fundamental rudimentary stat than, than some of the more advanced ways you can just measure passing defense. yards given up. Yeah. I mean, the reason I use percentage is because I felt percentage when I watched them play. Like I think anyone that watched them play felt that more often than not, it felt like the other team when they needed to complete a ball was going to complete a ball. Now, part of the reason they got as far as they got is that in some big moments, they made some big plays. Right. But I think what you felt was that it just, how were you going to sustain play after play after play getting stops through the air? It felt like they were vulnerable. I mean, there are two games that really stood out to me that I closed my eyes and I'll never forget Colt McCoy guy looking like Carson Palmer. And the year before, it was Ryan Fitzpatrick looking like Dan Marino. And, you know, 2000, the difference in 20, the season didn't matter. In 21, they were playing for the playoffs. And it felt like they lost their playoff spot on Thursday night football against the Titans. And that was Ryan Tannehill, who they literally just drafted a guy because I don't know if they're the biggest Tannehill fans after what happened in the playoffs, looking like Steve McNair for the Titans and A.J. Brown destroying them. And like you said, you don't even need stats. If you watch this team play, you never felt like they could get a stop if the defensive line did not sack the quarterback when the quarterback threw and it was out of the lens of the camera, right? When the when the ball had to travel outside of the lens of the camera, I about that went, feeling. Yeah, this guy is not only going to be open; it it will be shocking if he doesn't gain several yards after he catches it because there won't even be a guy around him. And we had some moments with Josh Norman, which were low points. I mean, it's and part of it, I think was because Josh Norman is a famous player, right? He's a famous player for other teams who's now no longer any good. And the Niners were constantly playing him no matter what happened. He gave up one of the all-time plays on that fake punt, remember, when he, like, who knows what he was doing. The guy was wide open. That was a little bit of Hightower, too. But it it, it was just, it was embarrassing. I mean, again, the Jets were a laughing stock in the league last year. Like, that's the, the teams they're with. They, they had no chance to stop anyone. Ironically, that they, they kind of, as the season, like the last game of the season, Ambry Thomas made one of the biggest plays of the year, picking Matt Stafford off, keeping his feet in bounds and winning that game. And then the next couple weeks, like their DBs were pretty good. Uh, but ultimately, it was a problem in the Rams game, right? They just, it was hard for them to corral Stafford in the passing game, and they just were not good enough. Now they do, they spend a lot of money on Ward, analytically Ward's been really good for the chiefs, right? His passing percentages against, he's been a very solid starter and the Niners aren't looking for Deion Sanders and Darrell Rivas. They just need solid starters. And then to me, it's like, can Ambry Thomas just become a solid player? I mean, he did show flashes last year. Can he just be a starter? You got Emmanuel Mosley, you know, can, is Lenore one of those guys that like, you know, the COVID year, everything was off. Now the second year, like he can play for you. Like that's that happens in the NFL, right? Guys that you draft relatively high the following years, decent player. Like he's going to get an opportunity because that's I would say DBs are a little bit like wide receivers and NBA players that like as the season goes, you just end up getting some burn, right? There's it's not often like yeah the same DBs played every snap. That's not usually the way it works, especially now with like three and four wide. Who's going to be our best? Who's going to be our best third corner? Who bumps into nickel? Oh, this guy pulled a hamstring. He's out three weeks. Who starts now? Like you get a lot of, and think how often that happened last year on top of guys getting benched, just injuries. You just get hurt at that position. You're just in a lot of like collateral damage plays. 
you pull hammies because you're constantly running really fast. <laughs> they ankles. specifically have had a lot of injuries. It feels like an inordinate amount. Um, you know, and I think somewhat you could point to the fact that in other ways they did outperform what it felt like, right? In in DVOA on pass defense, they were 15th in the league. But the reality is that the playoff teams that were ranked worse than them had were were more explosive in the pass game. Where the the problem for the Niners, even though in some ways their offense, you know, was was really successful, and they turned out like statistically to have one of the best offenses in the NFL. When you watched it, you understood that it was very difficult for them to put together scoring. It took a lot of effort, right? It took a lot of work. I equated it to like a Prince, like Princeton basketball. Like we got to run. We got they've got to be like five passes, precision offense, a back cut, three back screens in order to get this layup that looks easy. But we can't just we don't get to just give it to Steph, let him cook. Irony, irony is last check the Warriors weren't doing that. But give it to your star player, let them go one on one, and just go get a basket, which sometimes you need to do because you don't have the time for a 13 play drive. And I love it. We all love a good 18 play drive for the 49ers. But, you know, that, that if you get into those types of games, you need the quick strike ability. Wait, you don't think you can depend on Debo 60 yard runs where he breaks three tackles, jumps over a guy, and outruns three other guys? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I mean, if you pay him $65 million, you're going to start depending on it. But well, I would say they're, they're explosive that. plays last year. I mean, Debo's plays look like high school plays of the guys going to Ohio State and Alabama, right, in the NFL. Like, that's – Debo's a fantastic player, but he's not just going to be able to do this for, like, the next four years. Like, every game, like, oh, yeah, Debo had another 60-yard play where he cut it across and outran this guy and did a 360. Like, his his plays were outrageously insane, right, when they had their explosive plays. It was crazy to watch. Yeah, didn't he lead cool the league experience. in rushing plays of over 20 touch scoring, scoring rushes of over 25 yards? Yes, guy, because they ran sweeps to him where he would take it to the house. Running downhill, just like a, a runaway truck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, they also you mentioned Ward. Odom was another their, their starting strong safety was a free agent signing as well. Right. George Odom from uh, the Colts. So. And Verrett's back, for whatever that's worth. You just, again, you just kind of need to turn it over. You don't need Lenore and Thomas and your fifth-rounder, Womack, and Castro Fields. But we've looked at these drafts before. Historically, this organization has picked a fifth or a sixth-rounder that contributes, right? Or a seventh-rounder yeah, in the case. And I, I think uh, Harris is coming back from an Achilles. Yep. They might start. But, I mean, and, and Kyle, I think, talk because they did kind of get questioned of, like, uh, what what's your guys deal with safeties? <laughs> you know, weren't you going to draft one? And then it's like uh honey badger. Well, he got 18 million. That's off the table. I mean, they are going to depend on Odom is a backup. I mean, he might start for the Niners, but like, he's been a backup. Hufunga. Yeah. I mean, that's like, all these guys aren't really like uh playmaking. Now, I think some people would tell you that like safety can be overrated. Maybe Hufunga is just like a solid starter, you know, which would be pretty surprising to a lot Let's of people in the league. Let's bring this back to the beginning of the conversation because this is an OTA conversation. And we remember last year going and watching specifically, everyone wanted to watch Ambry Thomas and Diamond or Lenore. And it was pretty clear these guys are not ready right now to be NFL starters, right? You agree that like, oh, like we could tell that pretty quickly. And of course, they were rookies coming off of COVID years, right? Do you remember Kyle at the end of the season was like after the first like training camp? I'm like, these guys stink. But I think he's specifically talking about Thomas. Because he plays. As a, as a way to compliment him. Yeah. Basically, like I'm blown away by how sweet he is now relative yeah. to what I saw. Yeah. So uh, if he takes a jump, you feel he's a third round pick. Yeah. So from Michigan, right? I mean, it's like 
Is he was one on one with Odell Beckham Jr. in crunch time. Which, when the ball was in the air, I thought trouble. But he picked it off. But that was part of the deal, remember? It was like, ball's in the air. He's there. He had not made a bunch of those plays. He'd been, yeah, he'd been like there. He'd strong-armed been there. in those situations, and he made that play. Yeah. He can start making plays, you know? Number five, my favorite discussion, John, as you know. I love talking about the O-lineman. The O-lineman. Um, you could go, we could even go specific for me. I know there's questions about center. I, McGlinchey. McGlinchey. Matt Ryan's like cousin. How, Matt Ryan's cousin. Are you on his football reference page? No, I've just heard, I heard Matt Ryan mentioned that oh. recently about like, uh, talking about Quentin Nelson. And they're like, yeah. what do you think? He's like, well, I've been, I, w- I remember texting my cousin, Mike McGlinchey. They're like, you're good, but who's that guy next to you at Notre Dame? I was like, I, I sometimes you forget, like they're legitimately first cousins. Yeah, they're cousins. <laughs> So uh, if, if we go O-line, do you put McGlinchey one? Do you put who's the center one? Do you put yeah, I, I, Banks? I, to me, I, do you- I, I, I don't look at the offensive line like, you know, the videos that went viral after Belichick drafted his guy. There were like individual videos of his guy one-on-one situations. It's not a one-on-one position. You're, it's played as a unit. And I, I know one player that's really good in a starter. And that's Trent Williams. Now, McGlinchey is a starter based on his contract, but I would say if McGlinchey was a $2 million player, you could argue it's just an open competition with the offensive line. And then you'd have basically all the spots. Does Alex Mack retire or you got a new center? Brunskill, like he's not some lock to start. They lost their guard to get paid by the Jets. Like the, to me, every single position beside left tackle is a question mark. Now, I know McGlinchey's going to start, but. He's coming off a blown-up quad. Not like a pulled hammy that knocked him out. His quad ripped. Like That's a pretty major injury. Now, I've seen some videos. He's moving around. Like Clearly, he's I mean, he's, he's been out a long time, so he's probably closer to full health. But like, who? what's their unit? Because at the end of the day, they want to run the shit out of the ball. Now, luckily, it's much easier to find run blockers than it is like Kyle doesn't want to be Andy Reid and throw it 40 times a game. It's hard to find pass protectors. Like McGlinchey, it's just something he struggles at because people, the analytics are always like, you know, McGlinchey run blocks fine. That's probably why Kyle likes him because ultimately Kyle wants to run 35 times a game. Like it's, that's what makes him the happiest because he's the happiest when they win and they've won consistently the most when they ran it. But like, and he's the most have, in control when you run the ball. Yeah. Do they have a new center? Do they have does, does I mean, Aaron Banks guy, they used a second round pick on him. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, if they find a good guard, who really cares? But, like, can he not win the job? Are they just going to give it to – like, is he just starting with with the ones, or does he have to earn it? Because remember last year, part of it was like, you know, it's been – the scout team's been good for him getting in shape. You're like – I like hearing about about fifth-round picks, but second-round picks, looking back, that's not an ideal situation to be in, right? Like, shouldn't you have known what you were getting into here with the second Mm -hmm. round? Like, usually it's like, oh, who's the starting guard? Oh, you know, all the teams. Like, oh, with this guy, we got a six-rounder. Oh, our undrafted free agent, he's going to be our starting left guard. Oh, yeah, the, our seventh-rounder won the starting center job. That's It doesn't work that way at, like, most positions, but guards and centers happens all the time. It was like, Aaron Banks, not even close. Like, yeah, uh, after, like, three days, you just know, like, okay, this is, we can live with this. We'll move on to other decisions now. It's yeah. like, well, you know, small school guy. Like, no, he went to, like, O-line U. It, that's the other thing. It's like, yeah, he came from offensive line. You, I think the other thing that made it complicated, not complicated, but just that, that put it under the microscope right away was it didn't feel like a scheme fit. Right. 
He's like a big, burly, like a power guy, not a move guy. Like not everyone's Trent Williams, who's enormous and can move. You know, like McGlinchey's not a great athlete, but he's clearly a pretty good run blocker. Which I'm not saying this guy won't be a good run blocker, but I, you know, I think the question on is he quick enough, you know? And, you know, he's really heavy. He's big. Now, maybe they slimmed him down, and that was part of getting on scout team, getting him in shape. But I know a lot of my friends in the league that, like, do this for a living and, like, evaluated eight games of him over a couple of years. Like, I don't see the fit there. Cannot have – you cannot afford mistakes. With second-round picks. But what I mean is with Trey Lance. With a, with Trey Lance. But you're saying to, like, yeah, he just missed Aaron Donald. Trey Lance is now uh, three feet into this turf. <laughs> Oh yeah, he just he he whiffed on JJ Watt and JJ Watt just ran into Trey Lance full speed. JJ's been lifting all summer long. I don't know if you follow him on TikTok. He looks fucking enormous. He, I I mean, he always has. Should I follow him? I, on I don't either. No, someone just forwarded me this TikTok of him making fun of Collins, their first round rookie last year. Said he last year during either the season or training camp, like they're in a defensive meeting, and he goes, guys, he's from Tulsa. And he goes, guys, I I just went to this ice cream spot last night, mom and pop shop. It's incredible. I, I've never seen anything like it. And they're like, all the linemen are like, what's the place called? Like what? He's like, they, they put the toppings and the ice cream. They do it in front of you. He's like, honestly, I swear to God, I've never seen anything like this. And I've never tasted anything like this. And everyone's like, we got to come. Like, when can we go? He's like, let's, let's all go tomorrow. And then eventually one guy goes like, what's the name? I'll just meet you there. And he like, look, he's like, I saved it in my phone. He's like, Coldstone. <laughs> he said the whole place just—he's like the people fell over laughing. He was because he was dead serious. Dead I will serious. say this: Cold Stone's fantastic. <laughs> when they it's cut just, it out and they start chopping it up on the marble and folding yeah. it, and you just realize some people—if you're from a small town, then you go to a smaller school. Like you might experience some things in the NFL. You know, just you go to a bigger city like Phoenix that wasn't where you grew. You know, where you're from. I remember the Cold Stone in Fresno. I used to go to that Cold Stone all the time. One beef I would have with Cold Stone over like Baskin Robbins or whatever, it can be a, their ice cream can be a little rich. Say so if you well, get yeah. if you get the wrong well, thing, it's really rich. I know. As you get older, I've I, I've always thought not always thought, but in recent years, I I've developed a theory. As you get older, you start to like vanilla ice cream more. It's just a natural. The rich ice cream, it's like almost too much. And I, did, I used to not understand. My parents would be like, ah, like that chocolate cake is too rich. I'd be like, what are you talking about? This is that's what I want. But it's it's weird, right? That's it's a like, good, that's a great theory because I'm I I fall into that theory. I have I, I, I realized I'm old. probably a month ago and I didn't like it. I, I, let me just I love a good vanilla bean, <laughs> but I sometimes I have ordered now multiple because you all I always feel hey, I, you feel you feel kind of like you feel uh kind of uninteresting if you order vanilla, and you feel like I'm I'm here. There's 13 different variations of 25 different options. Maybe I should get the honey goat cheese. But it's like, that's not what I want. I don't want that. I just, the vanilla bean I will enjoy. And so you just, it's fine. You reach a point like, fuck it. I'll take the vanilla bean. Well, it's, it, I, I mean, apologize I think, to I, no one. I think alcohol is a lot like that because when you're young, you're like, give me the uh, the number seven on this alcohol. And it's got like 18 different flavors. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're just like, you have a couple of those. It takes like you're drinking like a milkshake mixed with a Slurpee. And by the time you get to like over 30, you're like, yeah, it's vodka soda. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Like, the, like yeah, it, sometimes when I like, I have a couple you guys I hang out with that drink like IPAs. It's like I've ordered it with them. I'm like, I don't even this is I don't even want this. This is not even good. Just oh, yeah. Yeah, of course, live, we yeah. agree on that. IPA overrated. Just too much. Well, do you know what the number one 
uh, ingredient in a restaurant to make all its food taste good is butter. It's just but you said butter, just butter. You know, butter, just steak, butter. Was isn't that what like Ruth, Chris, and Fleming's like? Salt, pepper, to? butter. Bam. <laughs> we did it, everybody. We made a steak. A lot of butter. You know, like no, like uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, real quick, other OTA storylines. Just making a note here. Just a few things I want to rattle off. Russell, Denver. That's just interesting, right? Uh, that's Kyler. What's up with Kyler? Does Carolina hate its quarterbacks? That's a Jimmy Garoppolo kind of mindset I've got, right? Any team that, no, no, we're good with Mariota and Desmond Ritter. Like, are you? Or are you going to need another quarterback? Like, those types of teams I think are interesting OTA stories. Well, I mean, you mean two guys that are near and dear to our uh, football watching lives. I do think everyone just assumes because they had an incredible time in college that Derek and Devontae, it's hard not to, right? They're friends. Devontae became a superstar. Derek became a really good quarterback that, I mean, it's it's closer to a decade later than five years later. It's been a long time. I mean, they came out in 2014. It's now 2022. That's that's They're going on their ninth NFL season. Like, that's, that's a long period of time that they have not played together. Now, ultimately, their cohesion, you know, is it one of those things? Like, it's like riding a bike. You know, it's like, you know, you see a friend. There are certain people in your life that you can't see each other for five years. And you see each other immediately. Like, you can just have a normal. You can tell them things that you wouldn't tell other people that you see every day. Right. Right. And I do believe they have a special relationship. But, like, the, there is going to be pressure. Like, Derek, we have seen what Devontae looks like, right, when it's rolling. And this is the thing with Tua and Tyreek. Like, Tua, this is not going to fall on Cheetah. This is going to fall on you because I know what that little guy does. Like, I know what Devontae does. And so it's like the cohesion plus the difference between Miami. Like, we don't even expect them to be a playoff team. Like, Derek, there, there is pressure on those two guys, both. Even though Derek didn't get, like, huge guaranteed money, he is making a lot of – I mean, yeah. combined, what, what do those two guys make? Like, $60 million combined? Like, I just think there's a lot of pressure on those two guys – also, a coach, Josh McDaniels, who hasn't, it's not like he just worked with one of them and now the other guy's getting brought into the fold, right? It's all three of them are new to each other Josh and Derek and Devante. Devante's new to Josh and vice versa, Derek and Josh, right? And the two of them together. I think one thing that helps the Raiders. You agree there's a lot of pressure, though, on those two guys? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. But I, I will say, I don't think you're going to get those stories of like, well, you know, like the Packers LaFleur stories, like ah, Aaron doesn't really want to do it the way LaFleur wants to do it. Like I think Derek is going to be all in on however Josh wants to do it. We're going to do it that way. And I'm all in on, on doing it that way. Right. And I'm all in on getting Devontae, however we got to get Devontae and whoever, like I think he's a, a good so sh 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 soldier because of his good shoulder. Uh, he's a good soldier in that way. So that helps him, but I don't know. Can they answer those questions? You know, no, no, I, I'm just saying, like, those two, just that team yeah, that's a good one is just because to me, like, the, the Carolina thing, even the Atlanta thing, like, they're kind of irrelevant teams. Carolina kind of, but, is but I think it's relevant to the 49. Like, to me, that's a 49ers yeah, story. Yeah. That's true. Um, I mean, is Baker just gonna play in the USFL? Baker, you know, what about Pittsburgh? Like, Kenny Pickett. Well, he's the starting quarterback. I are think. they? Well, I know, but I what I'm saying is, is Mike Tomlin? Are they just going to fold this into another 12 years of just like we're really good? We found our quarterback, and here we are. We're the Steelers. I'm, be still. I'm betting against Kenny Pickett. Yeah, 
So I think that's another big one. That one's interesting. How does how does he look? And we could keep going. I know we'll have more OTA stories as the week goes along. But those are just a few off the top of my head. Okay. You want to do some mailbag questions? Yeah. Here's what you do, people. You go to Apple Podcasts. You go to the uh, review. You leave us a review. We appreciate five stars. And uh, in that review, ask us a question. Tell us something. If you want to throw in your favorite, uh, your favorite bar, we love that. And um, here we go. First up, mailbag. Go to your, this is a mailbag. Mailbag. Bag alert. Major bag alert. All right. Those commercials disappeared from Wendy's. You know something? I know. I did notice that. Okay. This is from Dancing, or no, Dance In Angel. Five stars, and it says, your audience is not 100% male with a girl emoji. Was listening to the pod recently, and you guys mentioned thinking your audience is 100% male. Well, I'm sure the percentage is very high. As a female listener, I can assure you it's not 100%. You might be surprised at how many hardcore female fans there are out there. We just might tend to be a little less outspoken than our male counterparts. I grew up in a family of lifetime 49ers fans, and my mom was probably the biggest one of them all. I found your pod about a year year ago, and it's been in my regular rotation ever since. I really enjoy your honest takes, relaxed vibe, and funny anecdotes. As a side note, oddly enough, my fo- my husband doesn't follow football at all. Go figure. I did manage to make my son an obsessed fan, though, so we team up and drive my husband crazy on Sundays. Coolest bar I've ever been to was was a speakeasy in San Diego called The Noble Experiment. Not a question, but that's a great... We appreciate that review. I haven't been to San Diego in a long time. I always should love I, San Diego. Should I pull up The Noble Experiment? See what this place looks like? Probably looks pretty anything good. to say. Uh, anything to say there, John? While I'm looking up the noble. Experiment. Yeah, I, I just I I think San Diego is just one of the more solid, never disappoint cities in America. Just sunny, the water, food's great, gas lamp district. It's just, it's a it's a special place. I mean, it's just it's got something. If you if you're an outdoorsy, you can go hiking. If you're golfer, it's got golf. If you're like beachy, you can beach. If you're an academic, it's got universities everywhere. It's got fun. It's got big city feel. There's traffic. It's just, you know, Mexico's close. It's just, it it is just. But not too much traffic. I don't think it quite gets enough positive run. SeaWorld's still going? Hell yeah. I think it gets to fly under the radar. Like San Francisco takes a bunch of shit or positive when things are going well, but also the negativity. LA, same thing. Uh, I think like places like Fresno and Sacramento are just constantly shit on. I think San Diego's like, we're sweet. Just don't come here. Just let us be. And we just love it. Right. How often do people from San Diego complain? Right. People from LA complain all the time. People from San Francisco complain all the time. I just don't think people from San Diego complain. Uh, The people I know who are from San Diego or live in San Diego are, when you think about it, some of the cooler people that I know. I went to the uh, Noble Experiment website here, John. All it is, it says NE and there's a, like an old skeleton key. That's all that's there. So that's how you know it's speakeasy, yeah. you know. What's that place in this? Do you ever been to the, is it called First Edition off Market Street? You ever been there? Special like little sneaky place? It's like you don't even know it's there. Then you go down like a couple dark stairways and it's underground. And it's it's all, it's nice. It's a really, it's a nice Is that spot. where Lo Neal threw a Super Bowl party? No, Lo Neal threw a Super Bowl party at, um, that was on Broadway near North Beach. And that place was called, I think it was called Hugh, maybe? H-U-E? I don't think it's there anymore. I think. Didn't you, I, didn't you walk in and he goes, meet my friend, Ladanian? Yeah, well, it's, yeah. He, he like took us to the middle of the dance floor at one point. It was a huge crowd. He's like, oh, I want to introduce you to somebody. And it was Ladanian Thompson. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, what do you say? It's like loud. It's like, hey, hey Ladanian. 
big fan. Here's my, here's my wife. I want you to beat somebody else I know. You're like, what you are you? You won me the fantasy championship well, that would in be... 2007. He gets that a lot. I think he's Horn one of the great frog, fantasy players. Want, you'd have to talk like, what could you say to him that would catch, like TCU Ben? Do the little horn frog thing? Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app because it's the easiest and most exciting way to get in on the action. While you watch your favorite players in sports, you just pick more or less on two or more player stats, and then the fun is on. Prize Picks has something for every sports fan, from basketball to hockey to League of Legends and everything in between. It's really simple to play. You make your picks, submit an entry in less than 60 seconds. I'll do it at halftime of a basketball game, and I also have some season-long more or less picks on MLB homers. You may remember, I've got less on Otani homers this year. We'll see. And at halftime of your next NBA blowout game, just jump on and go, ah, Steph Curry more than 11 points in the second half. It'll change the game for you. Download the Prize Picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app, your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right. Uh, Mailbag. I, I, lo- I loved you on the Jets. <laughs> Next up. Uh, this is from Bob's Your Uncle, 22. So happy to find these guys again. They were my favorite sports show on the radio. Was so bummed when they left the air in the Bay Area, so I'm happy to find them again. My favorite part, of, aside from being hilarious, is they talk a ton of football and have insights like no other. I'm not a baseball fan, and uh, I'm not a baseball fan, and our our local to, oh, our local two sports radio stations beat us over the head with Giants baseball talk. These guys talk football and basketball all year long. I freaking love that. Shout out to Greg Papa for letting us know they had a podcast going. Did you know Papa what's, say it on the radio? Like, I well, mean, I, I, I'm sure. I mean, he just. I think I've been on this. I just went on the show with Guy and John. Is several years ago because I, I assumed, and I think you kind of did too, and I, I would imagine a lot of people in radio that just people are just going to convert. You know, there's not like a, every single person if they like what you do in this medium. Once you leave radio to go to pot, might not just it's just on Twitter or Instagram. So there's a large percentage of people that just you just disappear from their lives. I'll never forget. I used I'm not on dating apps anymore, but when I was years ago, this girl from like I don't even know Hinge or something. It's like, hey, you want to go to a concert? I had never even met her. I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm going tonight. Slightly stupid Berkeley. I'm like, yeah, come pick me up. Good looking girl. Actually, pretty normal interaction. I always went sat behind this guy. You know, there was slightly stupid Berkeley. A lot of marijuana getting passed around. It was getting passed around. And I said, yeah, I'm here. I'm not a big like smoke with random people. I, who knows? But I, I did it. And this guy looks at me, he goes, and then we start talking. He's like, are you John Middlecoff? He's like, I loved your big Raider fan. He's like, where did you guys go? And, and he didn't, he listens to podcasts, but he didn't even know. So I, I think you assume people know. That's why you can never assume anything in life. You know what we should do? Take out some radio ads. 
True, but their problem is they charge so much and not that many people are listening. It doesn't quite equate, guy. Well, maybe they would charge a lot. Maybe we can get a deal. Uh, that's a good Or story. just have you know London Papa mention us. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, we appreciate that. We should just uh throw throw them some uh we might know another guy in the later show that has some people listening that could maybe throw a couple zingers in there. Last time I saw Tolbert, he's how's Middlecoff doing? How's the podcast? Tolbert loves IPA. Oh God. Yeah, big time. <laughs> loves beer. Then he handed me one. <laughs> uh, I don't, uh, okay, next up, John. Uh, mailbag. This is from Faithful in DC. It's titled only 99.9%. Five stars. Female listener here. Jeez. Found you guys in the middle of last season, and I've been subscribed since. If you guys make it out to the East Coast, Town Tavern in D.C. is the place to visit. Nothing special about the food, but as one Niners bar in town, the crowd uh, gets lively on game day. Please don't add any Bachelor content, but I do appreciate the book recommendations. Just started the Wickersham book last week. It's better to be feared. Uh, that's about the Patriots. It came out last October, and it's fantastic, and we keep recommending it. People ask about it. Like, what, what is that Patriots book that you guys are talking about? So... Uh, we keep recommending it, but faithful in DC. It feels like a love letter almost. Faithful in DC, you know. It does, you know. It, it but she's she happily married. Doesn't say. Doesn't say. So you never know. I we get a lot of. I've just gotten so many DMs over the year. If you're ever in like just random places like Bend, Oregon, golf on me. If you're ever in Myrtle <laughs> Beach, hit me up. I know great golf course. I'll take you out to my country club and beers on me. It's like. If I am, who knows, in the next two decades, I'll never remember this DM. It's not that I, w- I would love to, but... We've got a guy that's DM me several times. Maybe he's DM you too, and I can't... I'm, I apologize. He's probably... If he listens to this, I, I don't remember. It's deep in my DM somewhere, but he's been adamant. You guys got to come to Mexico. <laughs> I, uh, drinks on me in Mexico, because he's. I think he's a Niners fan. He's going for Niners Cardinals. Like, drinks, come to Mexico. Drinks Mexico City? Me. Mexico City, yeah. And with respectfully, if I'm going to Mexico, I'm probably not going for an NFL game. But, but I've not been yeah. to Mexico, so maybe I would. I don't know. You know, if you went to Mexico City, I don't think that would be as crazy. I don't think you. Yeah, I mean Cancun or Puerto Vallarta or one of those you right. know yeah. type places. I think Mexico City is one of the biggest cities in the world. I believe that it is. Uh, I'd be like. Could we go see Pablo Escobar's house? But that's not Mexico. Is that a, tour, is that a tourist I, track? You know, the problem is I've watched so many cartel movies. I I, I would be like, you know, the just always my head on a swivel. Like, is this when shit's about to break out? Is is this when is this when the shootouts happen? It's like, no, man, it's just this normal city. You'd be like, wow, the cartels. <laughs> you've, been, you've, you've been watching too much Netflix. I'm like, yeah. That's I did fact. until I canceled my account. And then I realized my mom's on my account and she started being like, I tried to sign in the other day and it wouldn't let me. And I realized, oh, my credit card changed. And but the like, Sandler oh. movie's coming. Well, I know. I was honestly going to discontinue it. I'm like, I don't even, I don't even watch that much Netflix. And then Adam Sandler hooked me. What What's the name of that movie? I watched the preview. I loved it. I can't wait. I, I don't even. I can't remember. Hoops or I, it felt like it was a one namer. I the can't. Problem, even my my only beef with it is that LeBron financed it, so he's going to get a ton of credit when everyone loves it. But what it if I like really it, cool. then I'm entertained. You know what I mean? I, mean like, I know, I know, but it's like I just LeBron. I can usually t- I watch like a two and a half minute trailer, and it's not clear to me what's happening in this movie. 
Like he finds a guy, he coaches abroad, but then he's got an NBA job, but he promises I'm bringing this guy with me. But then the guy has a bad first practice and he's like, is he going to make it? And then, and then what does he get? Fired yeah. See, I, what I coach? think happens is he's there. One of their main scouts, international guys. He's trying to find a gym because basketball's life. The Boban character, he doesn't believe him. He's too old or whatever. Then he goes to Europe where he's just scouting and he finds the guy that's I thought sweet. Boban says, like, this is the kid you need. And he's like, it looks like he's 14. Is that why? Well, no, he said, that's my kid. And he's like, oh. well, how's my your kid 14 and you're 22? This doesn't oh. add up. Okay. So then he goes internationally, finds this guy that's like a Hito Turkaloo type. And he's fired up. He thinks he's got himself a gem. He do. He do. And clearly he's hyping the shit out of him to the Sixers. Yeah. He convinces that guy, small town, like little in the middle of nowhere, Jokic style, to come with them back to the States. Right. Did you notice there were like a couple Tatum looking guys? Like, I think there were some NBA guys in the movie. I think yep. some Sixers, Seth Curry's in there. Uh, Tobias Harris is in it. So clearly they get some of the scenes. So his first practice, I could see this. Sixers are like, listen, we'll give the guy a tryout. And his tryout's against like Tobias Harris and Jason Tatum, and he gets worked. And that's where Sandler's looking at him like, you're going to give it all up on one shitty practice? And he's giving him the, the mojo talk. And then he has this conversation with either the owner or the GM that's telling him like, you know like when a detective or a reporter to their, their boss gives him like, drop it, Willie. It's over. We're not chasing this lead anymore. But like, now give me your gun and go yeah. on two weeks vacation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or the reporter, it's like, we are not chasing this story. And the guy refuses to stop. Or yeah. The detective refuses yeah. to stop. Yeah. Even when he gives his gun, he just still chases the story. Yep. Adam Sandler feels like he's not going to give up on this kid. And that's the. And so eventually, my guess is it ends with him getting signed and he becomes a starter. Yep. And dunks on LeBron or something. <laughs> yeah. And then they confiscate the foot. Because I would imagine the guy, you know, the white guy with the tats that is his project, is that guy an actually an NBA player, or European player? Like he doesn't look like just some random actor. No, to me, right? he looks like a good basketball player who's probably never acted before. That's how that's what it seemed like to me watching it. Maybe like a former fine, like, one player in your guy that plays Kareem had never acted before. But he does kind of look like Kareem. It looks like I mean he does a good he's a good actor. You know what I did after winning time? I watched Winning Time uh, last week, the final episode, like middle of the week. I was like, you know what? I don't like, I, I've never really watched Kareem. So I just went to YouTube and watched like nine minutes of it. Yeah. And this highlight package starts with magic opening in it. And it must have been within like 15 years ago, maybe when Shaq retired, maybe when Shaq was still in the Lakers. And they're like, one on one, who's the better player? Shaquille, there's like peak Shaquille O'Neal probably, Shaquille O'Neal or Kareem. And Magic's like, listen. I love Shaquille O'Neal, but he's no Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And then it just goes into this montage, and you're like, Kareem's skill level was pretty incredible. His passing, shooting, his movements. like He was just, he was so tall. Yeah. And then I watched this, this epic game he had against Wilt, and Wilt was actually built a little more like Shaq, like thicker, and also freak talent. It was like, God, these guys. Are and then I watched Magic's. 42 15 in that final game six yeah. magic's dunking on people doing these crazy passes at 20 it was sweet. you notice one thing about magic because i did the same thing i didn't watch a kareem highlight tape i did watch a bunch of i watched like a, a game a celtics did you watch game. the philly game six i did not watch philly game six i went straight to celtics games pretty legendary uh magic's jumper well, did you notice a lot of those guys the set not, not shot pretty. Yeah, no, but all those guys like kind of like stop set. It's like a, before it's like a different 
format or something. The floor is so crowded because nobody, everyone's in the paint. Like, it's crazy. Watching it now, you go, somebody just run over there. There's nobody over there. Just go out there, you know, but. But you know what there isn't? Like a guy kind of dribbling between his legs and then kind of the Kobe MJ kind of step back. It's all like, I set my feet. I get up. It's it's weird. It's very robotic. The yeah. shooting. Yeah. yeah. I think it kind of changed in the Magic passing and Bird's is fantastic. Era. The passing is just like even Kareem, like nineteen seventy eight, is going like whoop behind his head, full court. <laughs> the other thing that I think is really good because think how what, much you practice passing. Well, the other thing I noticed watching them is I think they're they're real. Those guys were really good at finishing, not at the basket like layups where your fingertips are touching the backboard. But I feel like they were really good at finishing at like three to five feet away from the basket where you didn't get to the basket, but you would take like these push shots, these floaters, these little they were really good at taking these shots from like three to five feet away that are really hard shots because they're in between shots and you're running at full speeds and they're just like banking these shots in over a defender that were like really you don't see a lot of guys shooting those shots anymore. No, you know, the D Wade bank shot. Yeah, it's basically their shot within five feet, but it's like at full speed. No one does that now. No, no. But these guys, Kareem, I, Kareem could score forty doing that, those type things. But I, even the guards, I remember thinking like I was watching a game going when they would it would be they were they would surprise me with their finishes like because I'm not used to watching those type like three foot full speed like runner off the backboard like well, you would just try there. to dunk it now wouldn't you Yeah, it, I don't know or you wouldn't even there's you wouldn't you wouldn't it take looks that it, it, I would say basketball in the in the seventies and even the early eighties. Because you watch the 90s basketball, it was just more big-oriented, but the way people played still looks like now. Yeah. I think, like, you watch when Magic first got in the league, it feels like a different sport. I do think those guys, from a skill standpoint, translate. Like, they they play a different way, so you couldn't step up, and they wouldn't hit three. But if you put those guys in today's basketball, they'd play the same way these guys play. Yeah. I. You know what I mean? Like, if you just taught that guy how to shoot three, you let him shoot three. He, the athlete is the same level of athlete. Maybe. I mean, well, Kareem, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say same level, but those, Kareem, those you put Kareem hang. in his prime in the, yeah, NBA I just right think now. those He's teams fine. could hang with these teams. Yeah, I agree. I mean, magic. It's not like, well, you know, magic, this point guard, he was five, six. No, yeah. This, this, they're, six they're small guys are tall. <laughs> Their strong guys are strong. How would Larry play small forward? Well, he's six, eight and a half. How Jerry West. Yeah. He's a six, seven shooting guard. I've stood by Jerry West. He's enormous. He's huge. Yeah, same. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Adios. Thanks for hanging, everybody. Appreciate you. Have a great week. Let's go. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, 
or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corian's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corian.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corian.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.